to The Mob Show. I'm Mason on Business Startups Q here. This is how I do things. Big ideas for small budgets. Let's get to it. Hey, what's happening? This is The Mob Show. I'm back. I'm going to talk to you today about why you shouldn't ignore your spam box. There's gold in there. That's right. This podcast is all about how you can find treasure in your spam box. So why am I talking about spam box offering you gold? Well, um, I actually look at my, my emails pretty uh, religiously. I look at my spam box, my socials, my promotional, because I know full well sometimes people send you emails and Google has a mind of its own, Gmail has a mind of its own, and it, sh- it will shove things in there that you want and you won't see it for ages. And if you've got loads of tasks, you're on the go, you're on your own business, you're probably doing a million things at once, very easy to forget about conversations you've been having with companies, people, and things go into the spam box. In fact, I, I've always looked at them because one of the things that frustrates me, and you'll probably know this, is say you're trying to get, I don't know, some printing done or some flyering done or some design work or whatever, and you go onto numerous different websites, you email these companies and say, hit their contact box because they haven't got a chat invariably, and no one's got time to call people all the time, and they're going to pitch you and then get you caught up into their pitch. So you email a bunch of people, the amount of people that don't come back to you, the amount of businesses that are losing business because they don't check their spam box. It should be a daily thing you look at your spam box. I look at my spam box as frequent, well not as frequent as I look at my inbox, but every day my spam box gets checked. And invariably most of it's crap. But there's some real good things there. So this podcast is really all about those online businesses that are trying to grow their business and um, and yeah, I've got some tips for you really. So let's just start with why uh, your spam is important. So there's a lot of people that will reach out to you and they've got their own agenda why they're trying to email you. And this could be companies that are trying to offer you SEO. And I for years have often ignored those emails. And then very recently I've been working on building backlinks. What's a backlink? A backlink is a site somewhere else on the internet that references your own website with a link. So essentially you run abc.com and someone else has got a website called xyz.com and they write a blog and maybe they mention a product or a service and just to try and add a, add a hyperlink in it because Yoast on their SEO platform tells them to, they find your company randomly and they go, oh, um, this is what this widget can do and it might reference your website because you might have a, a description of what that is. Like how when you write a blog, sometimes you'll put uh, a link into Wikipedia. Or when you're doing work at school and essays and they say, don't forget to put a reference in there. That's what a hyperlink is, right? It's a reference to somewhere else or send someone somewhere else a call to action. A backlink is where someone else has written an article or a page or done something on the internet and has referenced your website. So that's a backlink. Why do we need them? Well, when Google is trying to work out if your website is of value about a certain keyword or a certain topic, and say your content is written as well as your rivals, what Google will do to distinguish who is better, other than looking at things like domain authority, that's how good your site is, or how trusted it is, it will look to see how many backlinks you've got. They're essentially a vote. In short, if you've written an article about how to cut flowers the best way, Someone else has written an article, How to Cut Flowers the Best Way. If 20 websites out there in the internet are linking back into your article about How to Cut Flowers the Best Way, and no websites are linking into your rivals, it stands to reason Google's going to look at your site and go, hey, this is a more valuable resource, 
for how to cut flowers the easy way because loads of other websites think the same. Therefore, we're gonna make sure when browsers are browsing on the internet and they type into Google, how to cut flowers the easy way, they will show your article over the other company's article. And that's not a, a guarantee. It doesn't always work that way. There are other things that can come into play. It could be page load speed. It could be are there any broken links or is the site optimized for mobile? But all things being equal, other than backlinks, if your site has got more backlinks than your competitor, the chances are your post is gonna come up. So that's why you need backlinks on your, on your site. It's one of the major ways to start building up domain authority, which means you're more likely to win in the traffic battle. And how do you get them? Well, they're hard to get. How do you find someone to get, get them to write a blog about your website? And not just someone to write a blog about your website or write a link to your website. How do you get someone with a website of value to write about you? Because you, know, you can get backlinks on people like Fiverr or People Per Hour, and often they're crappy backlinks or they spam on someone else's comments. What you want is someone to be someone who's credible, who themselves ranks well on Google, to mention you, and maybe even just put a link to you. Yeah, how'd you get them? They're really hard to do. And for years, I'd get these emails coming in saying, um, I can write you some free content. I can put them on your website. And I just, it's in the spam box, just ignored it. And then I've been Googling how to do this because I want to make sure our pages start to rank higher. We've been hit by the recent Google Core update, I think, and it's, it's damaged us. So we are a subscriber to a uh, website app called Ahrefs or Ahrefs, and it's an SEO management software. It helps you improve things, helps you track stuff. Uh, I haven't really nailed it completely yet, but actually it's one of the only websites that's ever sent me a daily blog email that's really damn well good. And they have their own section on there called Content Explorer. And Content Explorer is great. So you'll type in your keyword. So I'm in the vape industry, so I'll type in vapes or something of that order. And it will come up with every blog written about vapes in the last year, two years, three years. And then you can you can reduce it down to um, you know, one post per website. So you get this list of all these blog titles, the author, the site, where they're ranking, how much traffic they get, etc., etc. And you can export that into an Excel file. So you export that as a CSV, and then you can run that CSV file through a platform like Hunter. And Hunter scrapes together lots of information to try and find you an email and so you need certain 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 data and you get that from ahrefs content explorer which is really good so it will have author name author surname and essentially hunter takes that web domain it takes the name and it tries to see whether or not there's an email address related to that particular domain and then it spits out results and then you can you can further check them the quality of those emails by putting through validation softwares and see if they're still working or if they're still active. And then you can produce a big list of blog authors who have written a, a title of something about your particular keyword. And then you can mail merge that through something like SendGrid or MailChimp, where you, you know, essentially write an email and says, "Dear name dragged from the CSV file, I recently read your your blog called dragged from your." your CSV file, um, we do this, X, Y, and Z. Love to work together and get you perhaps to look at our own particular product, brand, restaurant, nightclub, child spa, whatever. How can we make that happen? You know, send, and you can bulk send that. So it's a really cool tool for scraping together emails. It's basically like your own, if you're doing your own PR work, I mean, that's what PR work is essentially, is you're finding journalists, you know, their Twitter, their Instagram DM, their Facebook to match them directly. And this tool does that. And then it dawned on me 
that the email I was writing when I was doing this was exactly the same type of email that I've been getting in my spam box for the last three, four, five years. I thought, hang on, when people have been offering me free content, duh, they've been trying to get a backlink on my website. They want, they've got a client who says, hey, can you get us some backlinks? And they're going through the torturous process of contacting loads of people who just ignore it or it goes into spam. So I thought, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually engage some of these people. So now when I get those emails and I found a load of them in my spam box, I get a couple a week and I just simply say to them, be upfront, are you looking for a backlink for a client? Because if you are, I'm happy to, to do that in return for a backlink from your client. Now you might think, why the hell would I wanna put a competitor or a rival on my own website? Well look, let's be honest about this. When you write a blog, you probably won't get a ton of traffic. Often the blog is there to make your site be a bit more functional, look a bit more legit, um, maybe give you some your own written content you can put out on your Facebook or your Twitter or whatever. And if somewhere at the very bottom of that blog where less people are going to get to, because most people you know click off eventually, they don't, not everyone gets to the bottom of a page, they skim through it. If you've got a, a link to a competitor in your industry, somewhere near the bottom, it's rather nondescript, it's not in a hey, if you want to buy this particular product, click this link here. It will be something descriptive. Go into one of their blogs that's a descriptive blog as well. They're going to get a backlink from your site that makes it relevant, which helps them. They'll do the same in return. And if you think of how many competitors there possibly are in your industry, what's it hurt if a few people work together and do the same thing? So that's what you can do from the spam. You now start engaging some of these people and say, look, we write our own blogs. I don't mind you writing the blog, but... Let's be upfront. Are you looking for a backlink? If you are, I'll give you a backlink if you get a backlink in return. Backlinks aren't really about someone going to your blog and clicking on that backlink and going to their website. The backlink really is a signal to Google to say, hey, look, here's another website referring their website. And just in return, there's a website referring your website. And it could be about a particular blog you want to rank on. Now, how many backlinks do you need to rank well? Do you need 20? Do you need two? Do you need one? Do you need none? Well, it really comes down to how much competition there is for a certain keyword. And this is the real importance of keyword analysis. You might have heard, heard about it a lot or competitor analysis, and you may not be totally au fait with what it is. In short, most SEO analysis softwares will let you type in a certain keyword. So you type in the word, for me it's vapes, so I type in vape or vaping or vapes, and it will come, with, come up with a list of potential keywords related around that word, semantic text, maybe something a bit similar but written differently. And it will show you how much organic traffic uh, comes out of that keyword per per month, per year, per region, per platform, Bing, Google, YouTube, etc. And then it also has a keyword difficulty score. Now, the higher the keyword difficulty score, the higher it's going to be for you to rank for it. If a keyword difficulty is 25, 30 plus, you know, you've really got to be someone like an Amazon to go straight in there with no backlinks. But if it's something that's sort of two, three, four, five, six, seven clusters easy, there's no reason why you can't be targeting this. And this is what we call long tail keywords and really sort of hunting in the hunting in the mud, hunting in the dirt. And from that, you can find some great opportunities to build up some traffic to your site with very few uh, backlinks needed. So for example, we picked up one recently that has a keyword difficulty of three. It suggests on average across the course of the internet, and Ahrefs is a great tool because they're one of the most used search facilities online. They actually have more searches go through their website um, than I think it's Yahoo per year, which is amazing. So they're an SEO analysis software that's so heavily used by 
major major players in the industry in, in marketing, they get more searches go through it than Yahoo. Who'd have thought that ten years ago? So they um, they essentially let you know what ones are good to go for and which ones have got low keyword difficulty score, and then they'll tell you roughly how many backlinks you need. So we had one recently that had a keyword difficulty of three. It it suggested we need on average between two and four backlinks to that page in order to rank in the top ten in Google. So that's you know, and, and you can work that out based on how many how much keyword uh, difficulty score is. So that's what we've been using our spam box for. Don't ignore your spam box. If someone's asking you if they can write you an SEO copywriting blog, they're not trying to sell you SEO services. What they're actually trying to do is they're trying to get a backlink on your website for their client so they can get paid by their client. So keep it real simple for them. Say, yeah, I'll do it. Give me something in return. And then again, on a, on a tool like Ahrefs, if they go, okay, I can put you a link on this particular website, you can whack it into someone like Ahrefs and you can see what their domain authority score is. You know, the quality of that site is you can do your own research on it as well. Um, but it's a really good way of picking up backlinks, which is otherwise very hard. So what you're doing is you're leveraging someone else's work. And I find that's been a really effective tool. And now the second great feature of spam is if you are a retailer, if you are product-based, you sell products, kits, whatever, um, what can you spam for? Well, you get spammed by manufacturers at the manufacturer source on a daily basis. So rather than just ignore the spam, what we know now is we look at them and go, hey, I haven't actually seen that product yet. I'm probably not going to buy it from them. But if it's coming straight out of China where these products are made, that means it's fresh to the market. We should get ourselves writing about that now, write a blog about it, writing reviews, starting to embed the, um, the content uh, in our blog section, start getting the product listed ready on our website, maybe as a coming soon. And that allows us to get indexed a lot sooner than our competitors who are still waiting for the product to arrive um, in the UK and get told about it by their supplier. And again, it gives you another string to your bow, an opportunity, it gives you a bit of intel that allows you to jump in front of the cure touch. Are you gonna get to number one? Maybe not, but can you get to number 10 and below? Yeah, probably. If you didn't do that, you'd be waiting for your, your distributor or your wholesaler in the UK to go, hey, Jack, I've got ABC widgets in now. And you go, okay, cool. Um, yeah, send me a couple. You get them in, take a photo, you, write, you add them to your website. You're already weeks behind your competitors, where instead you could have been looking through that spam and gone, hey, you know what? That's a new product. And it gives you the intel you don't have to otherwise pay a buyer to be doing that looking out for. So don't ignore the spam. And on top of that, Google will stick things in your spam that probably are relevant to you. So it's a good tool. But So keep an eye out for the SEO copywriters who want to write you some free content what they want to do is they want to get a backlink for their client and it's a very very simple conversation because not many other people are doing this you say i'm happy to do that but we want a backlink in return fair enough and i'm striking out well for this my target at the moment for my vape and juice site is to get just one backlink a week one one sort of you know conversational backlink a week uh, through this method and, and it's working you know and i'm getting them which is great because i haven't done it for years and i wish i had done it four or five years ago. I'm doing it now and I recommend don't make the same mistake I did. Start now. Start getting those backlinks in there. They'll let you start to rank for things that you want to be ranking for and um, yeah, don't ignore the spam. There's gold in them, not a spam box. Anyway, thanks for listening. Nice, short and sweet. Couple of tricks you can use your spam box for to help your business. Don't think spam is there to hurt you. Spam can actually help you. Anyway, uh, enjoy the rest of your week. That's The Mob Show. If you like this, share this on to a friend. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment.
Thanks for listening to today's show. Check us out online, themobshow.com. Check us on Twitter, the underscore mob show. Always chucking out bits of advice there. And follow our journey of setting up a CBD shop in the cannabis space, Instagram at local CBD shop. Or you can find ourselves on Instagram, the underscore mob show.